Kia ora, namaskar everybody, Joshin here. Thank you so much for joining me. So tonight I have a really very special friend here. He's going to be uh, sharing the time with me. Her name is Leela Vati Manning and we, she and I have been friends for a very long time. She's an amazing and incredible woman and I'm so happy that she's here tonight to share some of her wisdom and her experiences with you. Kia ora, Leela Vati. Kiora Tinakoto Katoa from New Zealand. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, Lilavadi, so listeners can get to know you a little bit? My background was in pharmacy, actually. I started as a little pharmacy girl selling makeup and skincare. And then my life took me to Vancouver, Canada, where I worked in a beauty salon and an amazing Russian lady took my hand one day and said, I want you to be my apprentice. Wow. And I knew it was going to be life-changing. We called her the Russian princess because she was amazing. She had worked with the Russian Bolshoi Ballet Theatre and invariably she was working for an underground newspaper and the KGB came in and <laughs> asked her what she was up to and she actually had to escape with her life so she got into the boot of a car with her mother's um, cookbook and a few clothes and she escaped actually across to France where she married a French poet and I'm not sure of the next bit but I met her in Canada and um, so I began my life six years of being her apprentice. Wow. And it was amazing, totally amazing. I worked in this very fancy salon from this very humble beginnings in <laughs> New Zealand. I felt quite naive, but I worked in this very fancy beauty salon in Vancouver, Canada, Granville at 12th, and all the quite rich people from Vancouver came in and spent the day there and I learned to be an esthetician which was total body care facials manicures waxing all of that kind of thing yeah but once I finished that I be she decided that I should become a makeup artist and so she trained me to be a makeup artist for film and television right back from Cleopatra right back to, or through to um, the 80s. That's fascinating. I guess that that's, there's quite a lot of work learning. I mean, learning that and learning to do makeup for so many different roles must have been incredible. It was absolutely amazing. I didn't realise I had that creativity inside of me. But um, my dear mother, she was a very creative person. I was actually a tap dancer in my childhood. I was a very shy childhood, apparently. And <laughs> people used to pat me on the head and say, isn't she cute? And I used to disappear behind my mother's dress. And so she felt she should put me on the stage. And so I began my life as a tap dancer from the age of five to 15 and my dear mother was a dressmaker and she made every single dancing dress and sewed on all the sequins and wow. many many hours so she was very happy 
eventually I met my Canadian husband and had my second child, Tiana, and we came back to New Zealand. And my mother was very happy because I managed to secure a job at Television New Zealand as a makeup artist and get my name in the small (laughs) credits at the end of movies. And in fact, I actually was involved in a movie out by where your house is, Jochner, at um, Bessel's Beach. The movie was made um, around the lakes, actually, at the back. Yeah. It's a totally amazing, amazing place. The set was actually flown in by helicopter every single piece wow. because it's such a, it's such a, and actually as makeup artists, we were taken <laughs> every day. We had to be taken from Shortland Street, which is a very famous um, program on New Zealand and actually I think worldwide television now. Um, studio, the makeup studios were invariably at Shortland Street, and we were picked up every morning at six o'clock in a van and driven out to Bethel's Beach mm-hmm. and taken by canoe, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> there we were with our makeup cases taken by canoe out to the set. And I can tell you, we were very happy once we reached the breakfast tent <laughs> when everybody was provided breakfast before we went to our little caravans to we actually were drawing the the tattoos the mukus yeah. on the maori warriors and that it was actually called the adventurers and it was a, a maori european um movie we were making and it took three hours every day for that um lead uh role to laid on the floor I just can't believe his patience to have that drawn every day on his face before we (laughs) shot the movie yeah wow that's a really long time yeah I guess in a way yeah do you remember Tamara I do yes well he he was a little extra in the movie he um he was um one of the one of the little warriors in the canoe. That's where he's made a start in the movies. That's amazing. So what happened after that, Lilavari? Um, okay. So I went after that I went off to Australia. Oh, oh no, actually sorry, I've forgotten a little part. Um I lived in New Zealand in a place called Greylin and actually you had opened a bakery there called Mamata Bakery, but I didn't know you at this time. I was walking past the bakery one day with my little daughter in the pram because I loved to shop at the Whole Foods store. Yeah. And I saw this lady up in the window dressed in orange robes. And it was very profound as I walked past. It caught my eye. So I went into the health food store next to the Mamata Bakery and I asked, who are these people upstairs and what are they doing? But they were very busy in the bakery. And so I just went on my merry way, bought my whole food, went home. And about six months later, <clears throat> excuse me, my family moved to Australia and I was looking for a little multicultural preschool for my daughter Tiana to go to. 
And so I searched all around um, New Farm, where I was living in Brisbane, and I found this little community centre. And there in front of me was a DD, a woman in orange robes, who was the teacher at the preschool that she was running. And I was just totally amazed. It's like, how did this happen? <laughs> and so she asked me to, oh, would I like to, um, would I like to learn meditation and yoga? And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And my relationship was very rocky at this stage. We were going in different directions, um, my husband and I. And so it was very, very calming for my soul, yeah. for my spirit to go to the Jagadish. And Didi taught me Babanam Kevalam. And I thought, oh, this is a bit strange. What, what's this cult I'm getting involved in here? <laughs> I was starting to get, get slightly worried, but I went home and she told me, just chant this chant when you're in the shower, anywhere you are. And actually, someone gave me a little tape and it was actually your deep down, um, it was on tape in those days. Yeah. It was... And I would actually put it on and I'd listen to it before I did my meditation. And I got this real stirring in my heart, my very soul. I thought, I don't know who this woman is, but I know that I'm going to know her in my life. I'm going to meet her. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Baba just knew. <laughs> and, and invariably, he, he brought us together and... And there's a very, very beautiful song that, um, and I think there's a poem too that um, uh, Baba wrote about the lily in the moonlight. Yeah, and that's right. I don't know if people know that your name, not really sure what your whole name means, but I know moonlight is in there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And, and I can only say that Baba put you in my life so that I can as a lily, look up to you and um, parry away and uh, be inspired by your amazing music. Thank you, Leela Vadi. Well, the moon reflects the sun and the sun is the, as we know, the sun is the source of the light. So we're both, um, we're both reflecting that light. So um, I went back to the Jagadi and I sat with Didi and she asked me, would I like to, would I like to learn meditation and would I like to get a personal mantra? And I thought, goodness me, I know this is, it was another one of those aha moments, like when my Russian teacher took my hand and said, I want you to be my apprentice. I knew it would change my life. So I was taking it really seriously and I was feeling very nervous. So I said, oh, I don't think I'm ready at this moment because I was still in my relationship with my husband and somehow I knew, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, it was going to be life-changing and yeah. maybe it, it would um, change my relationship and we wouldn't stay together. It was really hard because I had two children by that time. Yeah. But invariably I went away still singing the Bhavanam Kaimvalam, still practicing the meditation, and I came back and 
I was ready. Did he ask me yeah. um, if I would like to get a personal mantra? And in fact, even she asked me, would I like to get a spiritual name? And um, I remember she went out of the room and she came back and she said, your name will be Lee Lavati. <laughs> and I just started laughing. I thought, what kind of name is that? How am I going to tell my friends? <laughs> because my name is, was Lynette Manning. Um, Lynette. And I'd always had that, you know. And all of a sudden, I was going to be this Lee Lavati. And yeah. she explained to me about vibration, how things have vibration. And I always remember my mother calling but when she sung this Leela Vati to me, and, and it's funny because as a little child playing at my great grandmother's house out the back and all the leaves and all the trees, I used to fantasize about having this name other than Lynette. And so <laughs> here was the, here was this dream coming true. All these years later, anyway, she said, my name would mean expression of the cosmic dance. Mm. And I went, wow, someone's watching me. <laughs> I'm a dancer. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my goodness, this is just so life-changing. And, yes, my life just changed for the best ever since. And... Babanam Kevalam and meditation and Anandamaga has just got me through so, so, so many struggles in my life. And I don't know, should I talk about my struggle here, Joshna? Sure. Yeah, that would be lovely. Okay. I, I, um, I have struggled a lot in my life with depression. And when I had my first third child in Australia, I had a major, what they call, psychotic episode and um, it took me to a place that I could never, never understand and I can only say that without meditation and yoga and my dear spiritual family, I don't know, that it's just helped me so much with my struggles and I do remember you, Joshna, and Kavita coming to my bed once I was in hospital and it was quite uh, what would I say quite different because we there we were in the courtyard <laughs> dancing and singing theater and vibrating the whole place and it was just amazing and I'll, I'll just never ever forget that and Kirtan just lifts me yeah and I was just so attracted to the dancing and the singing and the and the food and, and the people that, um, yes, I, I don't know. I could never let it go. Oh, that's amazing, Lilavati. Thank you for sharing that. Thank yes. you for sharing that. It's not always easy, but I think no. it's time that people um, do have the conversations about the hard stuff. Yeah. Because we all go through hard stuff, hard struggles in our life. And um, we have to have something when all else falls away. Yeah. When everything falls away, there has to be something um, that we can turn to to give us inner courage and inner strength to carry on. 
Absolutely. And, and, and you were talking about projects. Well, my next project here in Waihi is to, to bring together a woman's sharing circle um, once a week where we can, we can do some kirtan meditation and then share deeply our truth. We, yeah. where we're feeling what we're at, um, yeah. the struggle we might be going through. I guess I'm slowing down. Actually, I'm having a birthday tomorrow, so it's quite timely that you phoned me. <laughs> it's quite exciting. Actually, I thought when the phone went this morning, you were phoning um, <laughs> for my birthday early. I thought the timing was different. But yes, that's my, that's my project um, uh, here. I've just moved here um, mm. into this beautiful space with my flatmate, um, that's actually a story in itself, I have to tell that. I had to move out of the beach, and I had been there for six years, and I had to move there. I didn't own the place. I had to move. And I was going to move with a dear friend in Karangahaki, but she had a stroke, and she's landed up in hospital very um very um, affected by the stroke so I couldn't move there and my dear flatmate Malcolm was helping me move and I didn't know where I was going to move to and he said I have a spare room in my house would you like to move in there and I jumped at the chance and anyway I've been here since November and I absolutely love living here. I'm back in Waihi town. Yeah. So I'm close to my dear friend sister Sachitra. Yeah. And this is a quarter acre. Yeah. And was a book written quarter acre Pavlova Paradise. <laughs> and it feels like that for me because we have plum trees, we have a nectarine tree, an apple tree, raised beds, there's a tractor out in the yard, a ride on <laughs> There's a big dog. There's mountains in the background. It just feels like paradise. So I'm truly grateful. That's amazing. And it reminds me that I have to surrender up my life because I might think I know where I'm going, but actually I don't know where I'm going (laughs) often. And I'm placed in places where I'm meant to be. So I love that fact too that. Yes, I can surrender and have faith that I'll be looked after. That's beautiful, Ilavati. I just wanted to ask you about a little bit about your relationship with Kirtan because you say you're a dancer and I'm just wondering if you wanted to share any experiences. Where do I start? (laughs) 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 My day day starts with Kirtan. I was just talking to my roommate this morning because sometimes I'm, I get a bit worried that I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> I'm uh, what, um, kirtaning the house out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I put the kirtan on and according to my mood, dance around and uh, sing around and I love to share it with other people and I was just talking about how uh, there's a special place on your toe that you pat behind as you dance and it creates a feeling of bliss and I feel that um, magic when I do the dance and 
I love to do clear town with groups of people because it's just amazing the vibration yeah. of clear town. I don't know like you a lot. I've never been to India. When people ask me, I say India came to me. Yeah. So I've never been to India, so I don't have like you have all that background knowledge. But I'm a very feeling person, so I feel it. Yeah. I feel it within myself, within my soul. So yeah. Yeah, I've had um, 35, I think, years of wonderful experience with the feeling of having Newtown and. Yes, that's me. I'm not really an instrument player, but I do try and play it on my drum. And I promised yeah. myself I've got a guitar here and a dear friend in town is going to teach guitar lessons. So I promised myself that this year I will learn to play at least one kirtan on the guitar. <laughs> I'll teach you Lilavati if they don't want to. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you'll never hear. <laughs> you're oh. Wanted around the planet and other places, <laughs> but, but you're here. You are close. Yeah, I am. Thank you, Lilavati. That's so. That's really lovely. And thank you for sharing so honestly, and sharing your wonderful stories. And and we can keep in touch. And you can let us know how your group is going. Absolutely. Okay, dear sister. Namaskar. Thank you so much. Thank Namaskar. You. Fights all day 